for my second sports assignment, I decided to do running. Um, so first of all, what is running? Running is a sport where you are trying to run as fast as you can over a certain distance. In other words, putting your foot in front of the other as fast as you possibly can until you cross the finish line. The most common types of running is road running, track running, and cross-country running. Today I'm going to show you mostly track and road running races um, that are over uh, 50 meters and 60 meters. We're not going to look at the 50 or 60 meter races. Um, we're going to look at uh, short distance, middle distance, and long distance running. So the first one we're going to be looking at is short distance, which is 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter. Then we're going to be looking at middle distance, 800 meter, 1500 meter, mile. And then long distance, which is anything over a mile. So 3,000 meters, 2 mile, 5,000 meters, 10,000 meters, half marathon and marathon. Before we jump into that, I'm going to look at the history. So first of all, for short distance, sprinting was traced back to ancient Greece. However, the sport as we know it today, with all the rules of no shoving, having to stay in your lane and all that kind of stuff, was first introduced in the Olympics in 1896. Nothing has really changed since 1986, except for your clothing, nutrition, training, running surface, and how fast people have ran. Uh, for the middle distance, the middle distance races were first seen in the ancient Olympics. They, however, took a huge fall and weren't very popular until they got revived in the 19th century. The most common middle distance race is the 800 meter, and it's been at every single Olympic game since 1896. The rules have stayed the same, just no jostling one another, and you have to come into your lane once you can see the cones. You can you can start moving in once you see the cones. Um, you have to stay in your lane until then. This limits tripping hazards and stuff like that. Um, the last one is long distance running, which come in came on the scene in 776 BC. This was the first Olympic race. Um, in 490 BC, by a Greek soldier who ran the first ever marathon from Athens, Greece. Um, he ran this not just to run it as a race. He was actually trying to, del to deliver some news. So it wasn't a race at all. It was just a source of delivery because we didn't have cars back then. So he was actually running to deliver the news about the victory against the Persians at the Battle of Marathon. Hence the name Marathon. Um... Basically, he was just delivering the message, as I said. It wasn't a race at that point, and it only came onto the scene as an actual official race in the Olympics in 776 BC. The rules are the same for long distances. It is short distance. You're not allowed to like run somebody over, trip anybody, or do any of that. You kind of keep to yourself and run your own race and try and beat the other people without tripping them or doing anything that's unfair. So... Next, we're going to look at best of all sprinters. So for the 100 meter, we have Usain Bolt at 9.58. Second, we have Tyson Gay, 9.69. And then Johan Blake tied with Tyson Gay at 9.69. 200 meter, fairly similar uh, result. Usain Bolt on top again, 19.19 for him. And then Johan Blake, 19.26. And Michael Johnson, 19.32. And finally, the 400 meter, whether you consider it a sprint or not, it is considered a sprint. Um, Wade Van Eker set this one in the Olympics, actually running in the furthest lane out because he didn't qualify very fast, which they said was all part of his plan. He ran 43.03 in the final to win the gold. Then we have Michael Johnson, 43.18, and Butch Reynolds with 43.29.
Next up is the best of all time in the middle distance in the 800 meter. David Radisha, 1 minute 40.91. Wilson Kipter, 1 minute 41.11. Sebastian Cooey, 141.73. In the 1500 meter, Hakeem El Garouge, the absolute beast that would step on the track. And no one would beat him. It would be basically a battle for second. He had a record in the 1500 of 3 minutes 26 seconds. Then Bernard Legat, 3 minutes 26.34. And Aspel Kiprop, 3 minutes 26.69. And in the mile, similar result. Hakeem El Garouge, 3 minutes 43.13. Noah Genny, 343.40. And then Norden Morkelly, 344.39. Last but not least, long distance for the 3000 meter, you had Daniel Komen at 724.90. Jetnet Whale, 724.98, and Selman Berga, 726.10. Next one was 2 Mile for Gavin Sherry, 758.61. This event is actually no longer classified as an official event, and the records are no longer on World Athletics. Um, then we look at the 5,000 meter. This was set in the summer, actually. The record of 1235.36 by Joshua Cheptegei, Kenisa Bekele, 1237-35, and then Haley Gever-Selassie, 1239-36. In the 10,000 meter, another record set in the summer by Joshua Cheptegei. For the 10,000, he ran 26-11, flat, and then Kenisa Bekele, 26-17-53, Haley Gever-Selassie, 26-22-75. Then the half marathon, this race was the biggest race of the whole entire summer. Um, these three records... That I'm going to tell you, first, second, and third all time, all happened in the exact same race at the exact same time, basically. It was a real battle for the half marathon title between Kipawak Candy, Jacob Kaplimo, and Ronix Kiprudo. Kipawak Candy won in 57 minutes 32 seconds, Jacob Kiprudo in 57 minutes 37 seconds, and Ronix Kiprudo in 57.49. Finally, the marathon, which all these records were on the exact same course in Berlin. Originally, it was Berhani Leges who beat Elliot Kip, who um, had the highest time, then beat by Elliot Kipchoge. Then it was almost beaten by Kenisa Bekele, but he couldn't pull through. So for the marathon, Elliot Kipchoge, 2 hours, 1 minute, 39. Technically, he ran 1 hour, 59, 40, but that is that one doesn't count because he was paced unfairly, they said. So it was more of a time trial to see if someone could get under two hours in the marathon, which he did on his second try. The next one is Kenisa Bekele, two hours, one minute, 41 seconds, and then Baruni Leges, two hours, two minutes, 48 seconds. So now we're going to be focusing on our training and our nutrition, everything around 5k running. So for skills you need is endurance, speed, strength, and power, because it may be a longer race, but it's not really one of those ones where you don't need speed. You need to be running very, very quickly for a very long time so the workouts that'll help you with this are tempo runs speed workouts easy runs interval workouts just workouts in general bicep curls whatever else you want to do just just try and get yourself nice and fit all around so you can run better for your cardiovascular system and then long runs so my training plan and the training plan that i use for my 5ks is on monday is tempo day 25 to 30 minutes just above 5k pace or at 10k pace just kind of depending on how you're feeling this should not feel like a race at all this should just be an easy 
nice and fun run. Um, Tuesdays are speed days. 10 by 400 at a minute and 12 seconds per 400. 15 by 200 at 4 minute mile pace. 5 by 800 at 245 per 800 meter pace. And these are all followed up with about 10 reps of 100 meter sprints at about 16 seconds. You can also do hill sprints times 20 for your workout followed up by the 10 16 second 100 meters on flat ground. Wednesday, you got to recover those muscles so that you can run your best. You got to do um, some easy runs, six miles at about 7.15, eight miles at 7.30, or five miles at 7.10 is typically what I do. Then we look at Thursday, we do intervals, five by mile at about 5.30 mile, and then eight by 1K at about 3.20 mile. This should be around the pace that you want to run your actual 5K at. So then we look at uh, Friday. This is a workout day. You can do progression run. You slowly progress, getting faster and faster throughout the run over whatever distance you want. It's about 10 to 20 seconds, depending on how far you're running, per mile quicker. And then you have ladder workouts, just 10 miles per hour, 9.5 miles per hour, 9 miles per hour, 8.5 miles per hour, 8 miles per hour, and then I like to finish in 10 miles per hour. I do this on the treadmill. That way I can just do it in 10 miles per hour, and I know I'm hitting splits perfectly. So then on Saturday, we do our long run, 10, 11 miles. And then Sunday, you got to have a rest day so that your body can recoup. This is important so that you don't get injured too much. Along with stretching during your workouts, that's very key to not get, being injured, which is a very important thing to uh, keep up. If you don't want to get injured, you you got to just keep the stretching up, keep those easy days, take those rest days, and all around just keep your body nice and healthy. This way you can run faster. So finally, we're going to look at some dieting. The best food for runners is bananas for energy, oats for carbs, peanut butter or broccoli, plain yogurt, dark chocolate, whole grain pasta, coffee, potatoes, all that kind of stuff. So for calories, you need about 19 to 21 calories per pound. And while you're exercising, pre-exercise or post-exercise, 22 to 24 calories before per pound of body weight on those days. Protein, you need about half gram to a gram of protein per pound of body weight. Carbohydrates, about 7 grams per pound of body weight. Fiber, you need about 20 to 35 grams per day. Sugar, 25 grams per day. Except you need a lot of natural sugars to keep your body moving when you're running. So generally, you'll start to see that spike into the hundreds. Just make sure it's not all these bad, bad sugars. Make sure you're getting them from your apples and all kinds of stuff like that. Not just from eating chocolate bars and, you know, eating ice cream, doing whatever you feel like doing. Um, so basically for fat, you need 0.45 grams per pound. Trans fat, it's preferable that you don't have any. Cholesterol, you want about 300 milligrams. Sodium, 2,000 to 2,300 milligrams. This really also depends on your daily exercise, what kind of workouts you're doing, and just you in general. Potassium, you want about 800 milligrams daily. Iron, 8.7 milligrams daily. Vitamin A, 900 milligrams. Vitamin C, 90 milligrams. However, this is completely depends on the athlete for this one. This is the one where you can put as much or as little as you want in your system. Vitamin C helps with recovering. So this number will fluctuate during recovering. Some people will even take up to 2,000 milligrams of this a day. And then finally, calcium, we want it to be at about 1,300 milligrams. So that's it for today about running. And I hope that you enjoyed.